Jello. Well, hello there. H- hola. Hola. Wait, should I learn how to say hello in Portuguese? Or or maybe French, maybe. Or French. Or, or, or it's it's the one thing I do know how to say in French, which is je ne parle français. <laughs> which is basically... How about, um, voulez-vous foucher en c'est Oh, I know that one. Right, right. Dude, what the fuck, man? Can't say shit about white people anymore, Cracker. Damn. Damn. Did you, hear the, did you hear the peanut gallery? Oh, yeah, I got put on blast <laughs> back there. Damn, dude. I got put on blast. <laughs> hey, if you read, if y'all read the fine print, so basically, let me, let, me, let me hip some people to what the fuck we're talking about. Right, so right, sorry about that. So for Christmas... My brother-in-law gave me a gave the whole family an ancestry.com kit, right? So mm-hmm. I was I was lagging on mine and then I turned it in finally and today I got my my results. <laughs> so which is kind of intriguing because so my parents are from Cuba, my grandparents um are from Cuba as well, but once we start getting past them um, <laughs> once we start getting past them, then we start getting into Spain and that sort of thing. So sure. I, 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 have, I had a feel. I mean, we're just a cup of tea in Cuba, but regardless, that's what I've always associated as. So today I get this thing, and I'm like, the the fuck. So I have it. I have it here. Apparently, I am thirty six percent Portugal. <laughs> 26% Spain, which is not surprising. This one is super surprising to me because it says I'm 19% French. Right. The next one says I'm 3% Native American, North, Central, or South. So, you know, break it off something that proper. That doesn't surprise me. Really? That surprises Native American. Me. We're all a little Native American. I expect every all of us to have a little Native American in us. Oh, okay. Um, three percent. That's just me. Three percent Sardinian, which I have no idea where the fuck that is. Yeah, nope, nope. Three percent Italy. Hey, ciao. Loro bacucho, samana ganina. I don't know what that means, but that's what the, the the Italian lady who used to live next to us when we were growing up would always say that, and we're like, okay, thanks, Mima. Um, and then so I'm two percent ba- Mali, M A L I, not the drug. Don't know what that is either. Um. Two percent Basque, B A S Q U E. Don't know what that is either. Okay, here's where I start to get really like ethnic and shit. <laughs> but it's all like one percent. It doesn't matter, it's, dude. I'm claiming but it's it. Funny. I'm it's funny because if you add some of these up, it's more than one percent because some of these are from the continent of Africa and shit. So I'm technically like maybe like three, maybe four percent black, dude. Come on, <laughs> damn right. I knew there was something. Um, so I'm a Cameroon, Congo, and Southern <laughs> ba- Bantu peoples. I'm 1%. I love this one. This is always one of my favorite. Okay, so 1% Ireland and Scotland. <laughs> which, you know what? C- kind of doesn't surprise me because I'll get some, like, the- red flakes in my beard occasionally and shit. And you like your whiskey. And I, well, I do like my whiskeys. And then I'm 1% Turkey and Caicos. Is that how you say that? Caucus, Caucus, C A U C A S U S. Caucasus. You tell me. One, it looks like Caucasian to me. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. Um, one percent Northern 
Northern African. Yeah. 1% Middle East, which, what the <laughs> fuck? And then this other one that's from <laughs> Africa, which is uh, Benin and Togo, which is Africa. That's so, awesome. But, it, it, so it's interesting because it says, it says it like that, but then it says, like, you're most likely from one of these places below, which is Spaniards, Cubans, Dominicans, and Venezuelans, which, yeah. that's where my shit falls into. Um, so basically, you just got to do a little bit more research on where Cubans really came from, which it looks like Portugal and Spain, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna it, find if, can, you, if you dug into some history, they, they kind of do a, a good job of kind of telling you like time frames of like when people from Spain migrated to, you know, the Caribbean for some reason or another. Sometimes, it's, uh-huh. you know, like trades and shit. So like, yeah, I'm kind of reading into that right now. But yeah, fucking trippy as fuck. Like, like. Like, you know, Portugal and Spain, like, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away were basically the same shit. But uh-huh, uh-huh. but France, I'm like, God damn it, man. That's a yeah, lot of French. Yeah, what? Never would have picked that as the third no, one. No, man. That's fucking crazy. So, yeah, there, 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 there you have it. I'm, uh, I'm all kinds of crazy shit. A lot more shit than I expected. Like, these guys got it back, and they're like, yep, you're Jewish. I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it as much. <laughs> um, but I get this one back, and it's like, nope, you're all kinds of shit. What'd your family think? Okay. <laughs> yeah, what'd your parents think when you told them? Okay, so my mom, I just send her a text in Spanish that says, que carajo somos, which is basically, what the hell are we? <laughs> and sh- this motherfucker sends some shit back to me that says, Somos mierda. <laughs> so she basically said we're shit. So I'm like, okay, good talk, Russ. Good talk, Dad. So yeah, and, and then basically she changed the subject. I'm like, is your brother coming out for Easter? I'm like, d- d- are you oh not, my god, are you not looking at this shit? Like this is crazy. She just couldn't ha- even like deal with it. That's hilarious. And then I sent it to my brother and sister, and they're like, oh shit, this is awesome. Now I don't have to do it. Right, right, right. I'm like assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I saw some of the comments on your Instagram post. I was cracking up, and I, yeah, I saw David's <laughs> assholes. Get She's your own ancestry dot com. Now I want to do the other one. I want to do that twenty three and Me thing. Just to see, compare. Yeah, just to compare because I think that one does a little more stuff than this one does. That one's more specific, I think, from what I've heard. So. So you have no concern whatsoever of like, you know, the possibility of being framed for murder and your DNA showing up on the crime scene? No, why would I worry about that? That's Just that some, that's some somebody having my DNA. Chiba, that that that's fucking future Aaron's problem. That's not <laughs> that's not current Aaron's problem. So I'm not worried about I'm not worried about something I can't control. That's future Aaron's problem. I still can't even I still won't even do like um, you know, the home assistant thing the what they're like a like alexa or google or whatever i won't even do that still oh did i did i wake yours up yep alexa dim the lights no she totally ignored you she was like i don't (laughs) she's like i heard you talking shit i'm not doing nothing for you (laughs) fuck out of here that wouldn't surprise me she's like fuck your mama like wow that's rude Side, side note, have you seen, um, oh, what was it, that Christmas movie came out a couple years ago? It's called Why Him with Brian Cranston and James Franco. Yeah, we watched that one. Uh, we, we, we like that one. We've added that to our rotation. With, with, right, with their home, with his home <laughs> assistant. Uh, 
which was Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory's voice, but I can't remember what her name was in there, and she would like talk back and like record Get fucking everything. Sassy and, and shit. Yeah, too funny. Um, look, man. Yeah, that. Well, look, those results, you're letting those you're letting people like track you with your fucking phone. So what's another fucking device, man? The phone. The phone is about it. The phone is about. That's still something, though. You know that, right? Oh, I, I know. And, and that's I, a big something because you're always wearing that thing. And I know it listens to us, and I, I, I mean, I have no doubt about that. I just, I don't need, I'm not doing any, I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I don't know, man. When you're, when you're not around, I still put the little um, post-it over my camera. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. If somebody wants to really watch me take a shit while I'm fucking looking on Instagram at 6 o'clock in the morning, then fucking have at it, dude, because that is <laughs> not fun for anyone, especially me. So <laughs> if that's if that's your shit, then okay. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so h- how was uh, how was your your week? Um, uh, you you were out of town on the weekend, right? Yeah, we flew up to visit the grandparents. Um, the flight out was slightly annoying. We had to we boarded and then we deboarded and then we boarded again. But so were you guys playing like musical chairs or some shit? What was going on? So. Our flight was about a, we fly out of San Diego because we don't fucks with LAX. I don't blame so, you. Mom has a place in Carlsbad, so we go down Friday night, stay night in Carlsbad. You know, airport's like half an hour away. Um, so we our flight was like at 8.15. TSA pre-check, what, what? So um, nice. getting through there was easy. Um, get on the plane. And apparently we get all ready to go, and as they're backing us out, something on the tow hitch broke. Come on. And because the tow hitch broke, everything has to stop. You have to have maintenance come over and inspect it, and they have to tell you whether you can proceed or not, right? You know this. You worked at the airport. Oh, yeah. And so we're sitting there for a while, and then we find out that maintenance is not going to be able to even be able to get to us for about 40 minutes. Oh, super. So that's when they decide... Okay, so we're going to deboard. We're going to everybody get off the plane. Hey, at least you didn't have to sit on the plane, man, because you hear them right. horror stories of people like eight hours on a plane and they tell them they can't even get up to piss. Right. So we got off the plane. I go to the bathroom. My mom and I sit down and go, you know, because we were only flying up for the night. We're turning around and flying back the next afternoon. She's like, you know, if this delay is going to be that long, I don't even know if it's going to be worth it to go up. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, right, because they say 40 minutes, it's probably going to be like 140 minutes, you know. So we're sitting there for about 10 minutes, and they go, okay, so we're going to start pre-boarding for the flight again. We're like, oh, shit, oh, okay, all right, well, fine. So we get back on, but now there's about three people that are missing from the flight. Oh, come on. Well, because they originally told them, you got 40 minutes. So maybe they said, fuck it, I'm going to go get something to eat or something like that. And it's like you can't really blame them for not being there because it wasn't like, you know. I'm sure they were paging them to the airport. So then we had to wait for these like last three people to get on. Paging Mr. Herman, Mr. Pee Wee Herman. Exactly. So basically our flight was supposed to land at 10 in Sacramento and we landed at noon. Yeah, 10 a.m. and we landed at noon. Okay, not... Uh, inconvenient and a pain in the ass for sure, but at least it wasn't like starting to get into like the early afternoon right. or late afternoon, I should say. It was annoying to get off and on, but then yes, our delay wasn't as long as expected. So it, you which know, uh, yeah. which airline was this? 
Alaska. Ooh. Um, but the flight home was easy. Um, the plane was full both times. The same three people we waited for on the way out were on the flight on the way back, too. You're like, thanks for making <laughs> us wait, man. Right. We're like, at least you're here on time. Asshole. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, it was a nice visit. Grandma and Grandpa doing all right. Very um, nice. They're like 94 this year. 94? 90 fucking four. Damn, dude. I know it. Oh, get this. Huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this too. Told my husband this last night. We're pulling up to the um uh home that my grandparents live in, and my my husband and I joke often that um my mother's going to outlive us because she's in great health and her fucking parents are ninety-four, right? Yeah. So we always say she's gonna outlive us. And she goes, I don't think I'm going to die a natural death. She goes, I think I'm going to die in a violent death, like a car crash or something. What? what? How would you put that out there like that? Right? And I go, what? 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 This is as we're getting out of the car to go visit my grandparents. So I'm like, whoa, what? What the fuck is that? What? I go, what makes you think that? I go, what, did, you have a, did you have a dream or something? Yeah, or some premonition you know? or some shit? She goes, no. And I just kind of walked off because I was kind of upset and couldn't handle the information. And I was almost about to call him, but like I said, we were walking into the old folks' home and I shelved it, well, and then it, I shelved it good enough till I remembered it last night as we were going to bed, and then I told him. Uh, well, it, yeah, it, sorry, it, right before we go to sleep. Yeah, sorry. Well, and here's <laughs> here's the two worst things about that shit is that one, like, okay, I that's awful, and two, you don't. It's not making me want to drive in a car with you and shit, because <laughs> I don't want to be part of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 that, that's not a concern, <laughs> but, um, Jesus, yeah, that was just, that was just very dark and grim. Yeah, man. Maybe your and mom needed a piece of pie or something, some key lime or something. He says uh, mom needs some pie or something. Or maybe a Shasta. Make her cake or yeah. ice cream. She likes ice cream. Yeah. Maybe make her some strawberry ice cream. <laughs> maybe, maybe that, maybe that'll make her, maybe she was having like one of those Snickers moments. Right? You know what? Well, I think we had breakfast before we went over there. She did. She had she had her coffee. She had two cups. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe anyway. it wasn't maybe it wasn't Folgers. Well, the first one was caffeinated, then she decided to decaf for her second cup. Because sometimes when she has two cups, she gets a little too wired. <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe you know what? Maybe they fucked with her and, and gave her right? caffeine again and that's why she got all fucking looped or maybe like the you know non-mixing with the caffeine just kind of you know gave her an imbalance and just fucked her yeah up. just it was a disturbance in the force let's just go with that yeah so let's I'll go let's, with that happy thoughts there let's start the show yeah fuck it fuck it <laughs> let's fucking start the show fuck it <laughs> Yo, it's the Goody Squad. Uh, what up, party people? What up? Happy lunes. Oh, Melma, hey. <laughs> uh, Chiba and X here. Goody Squad coming at you. Live and direct episode Cinco y Cinco. 
It's it's fifty five. Yeah. Oh damn, fifty cinco. Because I just went and looked it up <laughs> on the um, Spotify's, and now I'm already doubting myself, so I'm looking it up again. You can find us on Spotify, Podbean. Damn it, fifty six. See, I fucked up. Last everybody. Cinquenta seis. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, or Morse code. Dang. Yeah. That... You you can handle the Morse code department. There we go. Perfect Done. intro into this week's news. Oh shit. Here we go. Hold on. Um, the good old Democratic House blocked Trump's emergency wall fund. Eat a bowl of dicka! Or I feel like the um the cheering section in the wacky racers. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um We knew that was gonna happen. Thank goodness. Um Cohen, Michael Cohen spilled a bunch of fucking tea this week. Jeez, you think spilled spilled the goddamn tea. He's already going to jail. He's already got to do time for fraud and all this shit. So he's like, but, fuck it. I, I'm just going to just say it all right here. Yeah, pretty much. He, he's kind of so, like that. He, he, the way that he kind of came off was like, you, you know, like we all have that one friend who drinks and sh- and starts saying shit they shouldn't be saying. This is what that dude sounded like. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they had to sit in front of Congress last week and they asked him good shit. And new homegirl, AOC, uh, Alexandra uh, Cortez, I got to I gotta learn her name because she's good shit. That new young Congress Latin fire con- fired up Congresswoman mm-hmm. that's in there. She asked good goddamn questions. Um. So basically, <laughs> um. Let's see. Basically, said he provided them a copy of a check for thirty five k that Trump wrote and pers- signed from his personal account in August of twenty seventeen, which was during the campaign. Which was uh, was supposed to be money payback for the Stormy Hush money. Oops. Um, Roger Stone told Trump about the upcoming WikiLeaks dump about Hillary Clinton. So they knew that was coming ahead of time. And Trump said, wouldn't that be great? (laughs) (laughs) Dick. Um, Cohen says, hey, shocker, Trump's a racist. (gasps) I wonder if he hates Portuguese people. Right. He said, while we were once driving through a struggling neighborhood in Chicago, he commented that only black people could live that way. And he told me that black people would never vote for him because they were too stupid. Fuck, dude. This is one of my, this is, there's two of my favorite things coming out of this, this article. This is, this is one of them. Uh, Cohen will present a letter that Trump asked him to write to his former schools, threatening them not to release his SAT scores. We're talking about a man who declares himself brilliant, but directed (laughs) him to threaten his high school, his colleges, and the college board to never release his grades or SAT scores. I really hope those get out. Cohen thinks he saw Don Jr. tell Trump about uh, a Trump Tower meeting. Um, Cohen says... He has no direct evidence of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia, but says he has a suspicion after witnessing an encounter between Trump and his son in early June 2016. Quote, Don Jr. came in the room, walked behind his father's desk, which in itself was unusual. 
People didn't just walk behind Trump's desk to talk to him. I recall Don Jr. leaning over to his father and speaking in a low voice, which he clearly heard him saying, the meeting's all set. And I remember Trump saying, okay, good, let me know. Jeez. Um, there's another article I read. I thought it was going to come up in that part where um, them saying that Trump didn't thought Don Jr. was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is my this is my other favorite piece to come out of this story, though. Trump paid sixty thousand dollars for his own portrait at an auction to ensure it was the highest price. Uh, doesn't that sound like something that would be on like Curb Your Enthusiasm or like Arrested Development or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, Seinfeld or or The Office. Yeah, yeah. Trump allegedly directed Cohen to find a fake bidder for a portrait of the then businessman that was up for auction. The object was to ensure his portrait was going to be that was going to be auctioned last would go for the highest price. Um, then Trump directed the Trump Foundation, which is supposed to be a charitable organization, to repay the fake bidder, and despite keeping the art for himself. Hi, my name is Ronald Stump, and I'd like to bid on this piece of beautiful artwork for my home. Here's a lot of money. He even tweeted about it in 2013. Just found out that a charity auction of celebrity portraits, mine went right for the top, top the list at 60 k What? I mean, what? What? Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 one more. Last one. What the, what the fucking shit? What? Trump didn't like paying some people. Huh. Well, nobody likes paying some people. Well, I Trump mean... Trump said... Cohen said one of his jobs was to call people who Trump owed money and to tell him that it wouldn't be paid in full. Mr. Trump directed me to call business owners, many of whom were smart businesses or small businesses that were owed money for their services and told them no payment or a reduced payment would be coming. When I advised Mr. Trump of my success, he actually reveled in it. No soup for you. No soup for you. This guy, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I guess you, you you end up staying rich if you're not paying people, right? Yeah, that's that's one of the ways you do that. Is this over yet? When when is this over again? When is he gone? When when's he done? When's what? Are Next we year. Are we, good? we gotta vote. We gotta we gotta figure. We gotta you know see what goes on uh, in the election. Come on, you guys! Please don't let this happen again. I got babies and shit. Come on, man. Um, and then and then um, he did it again and served a bunch of fast food to a college football team that came to visit the White House. Wait, wait, I'll wait. He did that shit again? Yeah. I have to tell you, I'd be pissed off if I went to the White House and I got served fucking fast food. Dude, I'd be pissed. more power to that fucking team that ended up going to see Obama over this sh- Man. They got Chick-fil-A and McDonald's. Like, the first time I'm like, okay, maybe he just doesn't know how this works. I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll hear the bad publicity and then clean his shit up for next time. Nope. He went ahead and went back to fucking McDonald's and shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck. He makes my soul hurt. Oh. All right, enough of him. Did you hear about the Momo challenge going around? Okay, so break me off a little bit on what's going on with this because I kind of briefly heard it, but I wasn't really sure what they were oh, talking shit, about. Son, with... you still haven't looked into it yet. Your, your kid doesn't watch YouTube. Um, 
Nah. YouTube kids, does she? No, nah, she, she. I don't. I don't let her fuck with YouTube. Good. Okay, so apparently there's this um, thing that's popping up in the middle of kids programming, kids specific programming. Paw Patrol. The, um, what else do they watch? Someone was rifling off names. I, 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 I Super don't know y, shit like that. Fucking uh, Teletubbies. Fucking. Come on, pound puppies. No, that's not it. Oh damn. <laughs> Fucking um, all that Peppa, shit. Peppa, Peppa Pig. Yeah, there, there's a good one. There's a good one. Um, okay, anyway. So these videos are, are popping up in the middle of kids' videos, e- even on um, YouTube Children specifically, the kids' YouTube channel, which because a lot of parents think that's safe and they'll just let their kids watch shit. Yeah. And it comes up in the middle, and it's this scary-ass fucking figure. Um, it looks like a doll, like a plastic doll's face that was melted. Oh. With a big scary face. And supposedly she comes on and tells you to like um, uh, go in your parents' cabinet and take their medicine or to hurt your little sister or to hurt themselves and stuff. And then it tells you to like text them or whatever and that they want to be your friend. And if the kid actually texts them from their device or whatever, now your shit has a virus. And now it's going to interact with your kid and send them fucking scary ass graphic pictures of how to harm themselves and telling them to kill themselves. Supposedly, there's already been like two suicides. We're talking like eight and nine year old kids. Um, Kim Kardashian is is like trying to talk to YouTube about fighting it. YouTube says they can't find anything on their content about this or promoting it or anything like that. So they don't exactly know where it's coming from. But at first, it was kind of a myth, and we didn't know if people had seen the videos, but. Then I saw a couple of news reports and actually showed the video on somebody's phone on YouTube. And this woman was saying, like, her kid was having nightmares and couldn't sleep and was saying stuff about Momo. And her kid was, like, six or seven. And she took him to a shrink who found out that he was seeing these images and stuff and they figured out where it was coming from. And it's it's some kind of virus that's infiltrating kids' videos and telling him to do harm. Dude, if you're the asshole who did this, you're a piece of shit, dude. There's so many other fucking people you can hack, and a lot of them who deserve it. But leave the fucking kids alone, man. Go fuck off, man. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, it's some scary-ass shit. Fuck fuck technology, man. Why? There was a story I saw where a woman was asking her daughter if she knew anything about it, and her daughter was going full-on into... And her daughter was like maybe like six or seven. It was like, yeah, it does this, it does that. And she'll talk to you and she'll tell you to, she wants to come over to your house and be your friend and have a sleepover. And she's like, did you see it? And she goes, no, but my friend said she saw it. And so, you know, but she went on full on like this. Oh, it does, it does this or that or, and that the kids are talking about it. Hell no, man. Fuck that shit. <laughs> she will get no YouTube time. Yeah, I told one of my other friends who who has a couple kids and wasn't aware of either. She was, okay, we're going to stick to Netflix just for a little while. We'll, we'll stay there, you know. Yeah. Because that's some scary-ass shit. Yeah, I stick to the Netflix, stick to the Hulu, and I'm usually around if she's watching some of that shit, so. That's bad. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Hi, my handsome boy. Rebel's been over on that couch asleep for like the last two hours, and all of a sudden he's up, sitting up staring at me. God damn, a two-hour nap sounds lovely. Hello, my love. Oh, my gosh. We laid down at like 5 o'clock today. We were going to take a nap, and we're like, 
No, fuck it. That's too late. We got up. <laughs> oh, I hate that shit when it, you hit the wall and you're like, all right, it's a little too late to be doing this, but fuck, I really wanted it. Yeah. I'm just going to lay down for a minute. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's the news. All right. Um, TV news. The Masked Singer finale. Oh, shit. See, I, I, oh my God. So I didn't even like... Because normally, like, after the... Because I know that you see it sooner than I do, right? I watch it live, and I barely watch anything live ever anymore. Wow. But I've been watching okay. it live because okay. I could not wait. So <laughs> so I watched it Sunday, which was yesterday. And uh-huh. Because, you know, we were out of town. We were in Orange County. Went to Disneyland again. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, but I, I, told, I told the wife, I'm like, I have to watch this shit tonight. Because I thought we were recording last night. So I'm like, I need to get this in. So... And then I watched it, and I'm like, I'm not even going to text you about it. I'm just going to talk to you about that shit when we record because, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Like, Gladys Knight. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, fucking Joy It's Fatone. funny because uh, they all knew it. Donny yeah. Osmond. All right, great. But the one mystery was always... The monster. The fucking monster. And I'm like, and I, I kept I kept hearing CeeLo Green in there occasionally. Right. I, kept, I went with Wayne Brady because I really didn't have any better guess. And the funny thing is that sometimes he would sound like Kenan Thompson even though he was on the show. Like, nah. I'm like, and, and the, that's the last person I fucking thought it would be, man. I never would even fucking cross my mind. He never would even cross nope, my mind. Not even Because I didn't bit. know he could really fucking sing. Right. So, so for those who don't know, and spoiler alert, um, the winner, the winner of this damn show was T Pain, who is infamously known for being auto tuned the fuck. Like, yeah. all of his shit is auto tuned, and yeah. he comes on this show and he sings his motherfucking ass off. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, I mean, different genres. He did a Sam Smith song for Crime and He Said, and he did it dope too. I was like, <laughs> yeah, damn, <he> dude. <laughs> So like if this dude if this dude doesn't start putting out some like real singing shit and fucking put the auto tune thing away man like that's a goddamn shame what a waste I think the thing is is I think he has still continued to put music out but I don't think anyone ever noticed or paid any attention to it because there were some people who were like and I'll have to say in the black community like Nick Cannon was like I knew who it was the first minute I heard him and I was reading some comments online. And there were a lot of people who were like, I knew that was T-Pain. And he has a new album dropping, which I think is another reason why he did it. Oh, okay. But I think he has been doing music, but, but like nobody that? gave him a chance. Um, yeah, I mean, not. I'm assuming not auto-tuned, but I don't think anybody fucking cared. Or maybe it just what he was putting out wasn't good enough. I don't know. Yeah. But there were people who weren't surprised. And I was like, I had wow. no clue. All I knew of him was auto-tuned. Yeah, man. And I had no idea he could actually sing. The fucking king of auto-tune. Who knew that he yeah, could Yeah, I mean, actually... it's like, I mean, I know it was the trend for a while. But yeah, I mean, to put out a whole album and to be only known as that, I, I guess that's what it'll do. Because some other artists that have used it will use it in a song here or there. Yeah, just kind of like sporadically or maybe like... Like for the hook or whatever, right? Like Lincoln would do it every right. now, you know, now and then. Just, but just, yeah, just here and there, you know. A sprinkle, yeah, a sprinkle. Which, which so, is, yeah. which is funny as shit because my wife was like, um, she's like, nah, I just watched that show because you watch it, and then the fucking show finally ends, and she's like, all right, that was pretty good shit. I'm like, see, I told you, I fucking told you, <laughs> that was good shit. That was I'm good way shit. In. 
It was it was way. You know, fun. like, I, I, and we talked about this early on that like, depending on how the show goes and depending on who's under these masks, will kind of determine like if I go back to this because if it's a bunch of like D and C le- level fucking right you know, people. If they were if they were all Tommy Chong and fucking Ricky Lake and Margaret Cho. But but here's the thing though. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm retorting that shit now because people like Ricky Lake and fucking and and Margaret Cho, like, look, as, as much as like they weren't like the greatest singers, they did a pretty decent job. So I was like, all right, okay, look at you. And people like this. Rumor fucking Willis. Okay, that one took me by fucking surprise, and yeah. she was fucking dope. I had no idea this kid could sing, and all of a sudden she yeah. comes out there, and I'm, and everybody kept saying, oh no, Destiny's Child, Destiny's Child, um, right? White, white and Destiny's Child. Compared to Destiny's Child. Yeah, man, good on her. Kudos, so, girl. so as much as I was kind of like poo pooing on it and saying, "All right, if they're like B and D level cele- celebrities, then you know, like I'm not gonna watch this shit." But I mean, look, it gave these people who kind of didn't have no notoriety, notoriety for doing shit like this, some fucking clout, you know? Or the fact that maybe even C and D level celebrities can sing, but who knew? Can sing and aren't known for that. Yeah. And, you know, now are given a chance to do that. So, yeah, fuck yeah. It's curious to me, though, that they they kept insinuating that the uh, these people had kind of like a hand in what their character was going to be and stuff. Oh, uh-huh. Because I was like, so. oh, okay, because I just figured it was just somebody who came up with stuff like, all right, we got this mask, we got this shit oh. over here, <laughs> we're going to put you in this, we're going to put you in Sexy Alien. Right. <laughs> Fucking Latoya. Um. I'm I'm in for season two. I'm way curious to see now what kind of people they're gonna get now that the show's already aired. They're gonna be like, I want to fucking do that, or yeah. I want to fucking try that, or I want to see how far I could go. The or- only thing I would like to see is maybe like lose Sharesinger. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. And I mean, McCarth- Jenny McCarthy is good at this shit. Like she she got a lot of these. Uh huh. And you know, Robin Thicke didn't bother me, so fine. You can keep him if you want to keep like. A singing yeah. person on, and I like this. I like the guest judges too, I think and, the, and the people you were choosing, the comedians. Pretty yeah, much. the guest judges kind of hooked, kept me in because at first I was like, "These judges, man, I can't do this." Right. And when they started putting like Keenan Thompson and Joe McHale on there, I'm like, "Okay, all right, they're at least being like realistic about this shit. Like, this is nuts. Yeah, this is goofy <laughs> as shit, but yeah, it works. It was funny. I enjoyed it. I can't wait for season two. Cannot wait. Sum up. Sum up. Um, let's see, also in TV news. Okay, so, Leaving Neverland premiered on HBO last night Ooh. in part one, which was two hours, and then part two was on tonight, and then a following hour with Oprah. I watched it all. Did TV. you really? Yeah. I watched, so, okay, so, you, you texted me last night that you were beat and, and didn't, and, and, you know, we're like, let's record tomorrow. All right, cool. Yeah. Which was today, which I'm like, all right, cool, fine, whatever. So then I was like, all right, well, I'm I'm up. Let me watch some shit. So I'm like, I saw that that was on HBO. So I'm like, all right, let me let me watch this. That, and I just watched the first hour, like the first episode, like I didn't, two hours. Yeah, I watched the first two hours of this shit, and I don't know, man. I was kind of shook, man. This is they got the into interesting the fucking detail thing, okay, about shit. They did, and the interesting to me be to me about the first portion was I didn't really think that their two stories completely jived. There was only one part that jived 
Whereas in the R. Kelly story, all those women's stories were the same as to, as to how they were treated, what went down, and all that. And I didn't think that Robson showed a whole lot of emotion either. And I was like, especially during the, some of the things he was talking about that were so specific, he didn't show a whole lot of emotion. And I was like, okay. And he's one of them that's gone back and forth, you know, well, you know, history, you know, I mean, for 20 years with, with this shit. Um, so I, I was kind of like, I don't know. I tended to believe the other guy a little more. Um, that was just my opinion. Now, whether that makes me, I mean, it, it, it's, it's hard to dispute. It's getting harder and harder to dispute. Well, it's, it's, once again, it's, it's those, those stories of, you've always heard stories about Michael. You always heard stories about R. Kelly. Like, yeah. It's like there's at some too point, many. There's, yeah. At some point, somebody's going to be like, yes, these stories are real and some shit's going on, you guys. I mean, compared to R. Kelly, at this point, Michael Jackson's had five public accusers and two payout, pub, two known payouts. Right. R. Kelly's probably about ten times that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, R. Kelly's a... Well, see, I can't even say he's a bigger piece of shit because, like, this kid was was manipulating the shit out of little boys and shit. Now, it could be that Michael's fame was bigger and maybe he had that kind of advantage because one thing I found very interesting when I was watching the Oprah after interview afterwards is... And Oprah said in a statement, because she's getting all kinds of hate from Michael's fans and Michael's estate and stuff like that for even interviewing these guys, was that she's not necessarily saying that she believes their statement... To her, what this documentary was more about and what she's been saying for a long time is it's it's not even about the abuse. It's about the whole grooming and the seduction. And the way that in and, and this and like that one movie on Netflix I was talking about how that girl was abducted twice and that guy totally weaved his way into the families. Yep. It's a seduction of the whole fucking family. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and, and it's not gonna be a fucking stranger. It's never gonna be a goddamn stranger. You know? And yeah. so here's something that was interesting that came up in the afterwards and talking about the whole grooming process. And Wade Robson said, you know, the thing with him and the grooming process is you were groomed before you even met Michael Jackson because yep. of the star that he is, the angel and that he projects himself to be. So before you even meet him, you're already groomed to thinking he's the best person on the planet pretty yeah, much I, I read a, an article today about the, the 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 documentary and how you know he basically hooks you in so you won't like so you, he, he hooks you in by like being super involved but then he starts to pull back and just makes you want to be in his presence even more even though he's pulled back so you're not like you know, like ratting him out and shit. So it's just fascinating that, like, and maybe he's doing all this subconsciously. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. And man. another thing Oprah brought up was that when you're a child, when you are six, seven, eight years old, younger or older, even even in your teens, and you're being ab- and you and you being abused like he was doing, you don't even know it's abuse. Well, that's that's Be- that's the, the because th- both of these boys yep. were saying that they loved him. Yeah. And they thought that's what a loving relationship was, yep. but that's what he told them it was, and they don't have any other thing to, to prove it any different. That I think that part really speaks volumes to to the manipulation that if he did this, like 
like, I mean, he was the master at it because he just painted himself as, hey, we're buddies. Hey, let's just do this. Hey, let's just do that. And, and dude, these two dudes get straight up fucking graphic about mm-hmm. what allegedly happened between Michael and these kids. Um, almost like I couldn't like I, I fucking it took I went to bed like shortly after that I should have watched something Ooh, yeah yeah and, and I, didn't, I didn't sleep all that good and I kept ha- thinking about that shit and, like I'm like shivers I'm like oh um it's just it's it's I mean yeah it's like sad. you said whether I mean at the end I found myself crying about Wade Robson's family and he was the one I believe the least he's the one I don't even really know if I believe but at the end this the whole thing broke up his entire fucking family. Yeah. His mother pretty much left his father and other brother in Australia to bring him and Wade and another sister to America because Michael told them he was going to make them a star. So she him, basically uh, broke up her family. Yeah, and then and, kept them in a shitty fucking uh And and a few apartment. of her kids don't forgive her for that. Yeah. And Wade, you know, Wade doesn't even know if he forgives her for letting a, a seven-year-old boy go sleep with her kid. And the way that pro- mom's putting it is like, you know, he first asked her, "Hey, let me, let me, uh, let him, let me, let him stay with me for a year." She's like, "Get the fuck out of here with that shit," which you is, know. Which is funny because during those two hours, like, I would have. That's the only time one of these parents sounded like, all right, no, nah, that's not happening. Like, the rest of the time, they got just as swept up, and they're like, yeah, you know, we kind of, f- like, fought it a little bit with him sleeping in Michael's bed. But after a while, like, he was just part of the family, and we just let him sleep with him. I'm like, nah, man, nah. Yeah. It's yeah. never going to happen. Like, you can be yeah. cool as fuck, but we're, that shit is never going to happen. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty unbelievable. And Robson's mother, I guess, still doesn't know the full details. He never told her, and then they said in the app, in the thing of Oprah, because the director was on there too, he went to both families and had a screening individually with each family, and Robson's mother asked him to fast-forward through those parts because she still wasn't ready, didn't think she could handle Ugh, them. I wasn't ready to handle that, and I didn't even know these dudes. And, and, and I like that one of the other mothers was like, the other mother was, I fucked up. I had one job, I had one kid, and I fucked up. And I, and I fucked up my life and his. You know, yeah, man, it's and that kid still shook. Yeah, big time. It was some heavy ass television, and I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, yeah. even, I'm even still debating finishing it at this point because it. Well, it's, the, it's, the second heavy, half man. is the second half is interesting because Robson explains why he didn't or why he 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 went in that into that second trial and defended Michael and said nothing ever happened and and the defense and prosecution said he was a strong witness when. When, and this is what happened with R. Kelly, when people are coming at you going, that kid was abused, and that kid gets on the stand and goes, no, I wasn't, it's pretty hard to, to not, you know, who are you going to take? His word or somebody who's not him? Right. You know? And again, same thing with the underage girl in the R. Kelly case. She straight up said it wasn't her. Well, I mean, her parents said it wasn't her. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know. How, um, I don't remember how, like, detailed they got in the trial and stuff, but, you know, if they're basically asking were you abused and he's not feeling like he was because he thought this was just something loving he's saying him. no nothing he did anything inappropriate ever no nothing no he knew he was 22 at that time oh. he just said he was not ready to put it out there he thought he 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 thought he was going to take that secret to the grave with him because he still had an, a love and affection and a care for michael 
Do you think? Do you think there was a little bit of like, okay, if I defend him, he'll come back into my life, kind of thing? That that as well. Yeah, oh, because geez. he did every time one of these cases would come up, Michael would come back into their lives. Ah, so he was CYA. He's, yep, he's covering his ass. Absolutely. That's a shame, man. It's yeah. So the second half deals with the the trials, and Wade talks about why he said something, and the other guy talks about why he didn't, and then about how they both came to end up telling their stories and eventually telling their families and stuff like that. And that's another two hours? Two hours. And then the Oprah one is a different hour on top of that? Yeah. I don't, I don't, now, it aired tonight right after the second one. I don't know if that's going to be the case for future airings or not. Jesus. It's... And it, yeah. I mean, look, it's... it's the, the funny thing is the way that they do it because... And, and I have to send you the article that I read today because he he really explained it really well. I'm like, they didn't sensationalize like the abuse in in in, in building this thing up. No, you, know, you watch this thing and you and you're watching the songs and you're watching the videos and you're 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 kind of like, yeah, that's why I love Michael Jackson. That's what that's that's his shit. And then it's slowly as you start kind of weaving in and you're like, yeah, he totally were like had us over to the Neverland and, and had us over to his house. And you're like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. And then it starts to get a little darker and a little darker. And it's like you kind of get wrapped up in it like really fast because you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is crazy. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this got dark real fucking quick. I think that was the whole point of the movie was um, – and, and Oprah asked the director, why didn't you talk to Michael's family or get his side? He goes, because it wasn't about Michael. He goes, it was about these guys and their story yeah. and what happened to them. And it was more about the grooming process. And that, exactly what you described is what they felt, but just on a bigger, longer schedule. Let you me know? see. I'm trying to find the um, – here it is. I'll send it to you so you can read it. But, uh, yeah, man, it's... It's... You know, I'm trying to find the words if if this is worth seeing or not, but it's intriguing. I mean, and the thing is, is, you know, Robson didn't come out with his story till after Michael died. And then it's kind of like, what's the point? Because he did try to sue the estate. Did he? And, And, yeah. In 2013, and it's like, and Oprah asked him, you did try to sue the estate, you did want a monetary value, and he goes, well, in my attempt to sue the estate, it was mostly for them to acknowledge that these things have happened, which they refused to do, and the only way you could do that in the court of law is through a monetary value, is what he was saying. Okay, then sue him for a dollar and admitting it, not like, yeah. you know, five million or whatever. So, so did he get any of that money? No, it was thrown out because he waited too long. The, to report it, the statute of limitations had run out, which really needs to be go away or be a lot longer yeah. in child sex abuse cases because, again, for a long time, you don't even think it's abuse. Yeah. And and both of these guys, again, and what you find out in the second story is both of these guys, it did not hit them that they had been abused until they both had children. And one of their kids started getting to the age where they met Michael. And then they started thinking about their kid, and then they realized how fucking wrong it was. Ugh. It wasn't until they each had kids till they realized that it really was wrong. Wow. Because they thought about their kids in that situation or with Michael. One yeah. of them was, I would have nightmares of Michael with my kid, and this was after Michael was dead. Wow. You know? Jeez. Do, so do you think – because, you know, I – 
HBO was getting sued for this documentary, and they tried to stop this documentary from from uh, mm-hmm. airing. Do you think that this is finally the straw that broke the camel's back? Like no, with R. because Kelly? I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, it's like I turned to my husband. And I said, "You know what the sad part is? Is he's dead." So. It doesn't, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't matter because it's going to matter to all of those kids and all of those families. And yeah. there's probably more. I'm, so I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but I'm just saying what is going to become of it at this point? I mean, okay, they're saying, yeah, we want to have people be aware. Okay, I get it. I mean, but, you know, we're learning that. <laughs> Yeah. Be aware of celebrities who want to be with your underage kids. And sleep in the same bed. <laughs> you, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know. It's just, it's like when the guy's dead and you keep coming at him, it's like, does he get a fair trial at that point? Huh. So, so this doesn't really affect your listening pleasure for his music? Not in the same way as R. Kelly, that's for sure. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's not... I don't know. I have to tell you one thing. I was listening. I mean, I'm telling you, all fucking music these days. Okay. I was listening to a John Mellencamp song. It was Jack and Diane. And there was a line about like, you know, do 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 and, you know, take her behind somewhere and do what I please or something like that. And then there was a, oh, it was um, Take a Walk on the Wild Side was my rock station I was listening to this morning was playing Take a Walk on the Wild Side. And there was a line about a girl who was good at giving head. And I was just like, what? Was that was that part just in that song? You know, I mean, it's like. The shit so, people would get away with back in the day, man. So is Michael Jackson's music going to be tainted for me from now on? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, because honestly, like. I don't know. Like, even listening to the songs during this thing after hearing some of these stories, like, I cringed a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean they had him showing, you know, sitting up there singing "We Are the World" with the kids and stuff like that, and it did remind me of how they talked about how R. Kelly puts himself out there as such a, you know, I believe I can fly, and such just like yeah. a great person. Like he, yeah, Michael, I could see the same thing with Michael. You know, I'm I'm the lover of the. Ch- I'm here for the children's. You know. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, it's like yeah, I I I, I can uh, yeah, I see that part. It's just. I don't know. I guess I don't know what's going to put the nail in the coffin for me with that one. I don't know if more if just all of these kids come out that because another thing in the movie they're like you know we I would hang out with one of the parents was like you started to see a pattern like every twelve months there'd be a new boy by his side yeah and if all of them just started coming out and going yup 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 you know it's fascinating though that look with with Bill Cosby people started coming out in droves. With R. Kelly, people started coming out in droves. With yeah. Michael, it's such a divide because I think it's that one catalyst that he he made himself your buddy before he did any of this shit. Right, you know? right. Where those other two, I don't think, really did that. They, R. Kelly had a manipulating way as well. But not <laughs> like Michael. Just drugged him, didn't, didn't bother him. Yeah, yeah but man. They didn't, well, R. Kelly's... A couple of those girls would talk about how he and and the guys talked about Michael would do this when the guys like Michael would cry a lot. He would cry at like 
one of the guys talked about how I woke up one time and he was just crying in the corner. Oh, yeah. They make you feel sorry for him. R. Kelly did the same thing. He would cry a lot to the girls and, oh, I'm so dumb and help me to learn to read and, oh, you know, God. I need you in my life. You know, he would do that shit too. It's These people are a master of manipulation, man. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, like, people worked for these people. So yes. Somebody knows something. Like, like it's especially with R. Kelly, with Michael Jackson, like, that dude had staff upon staff upon staff who... And that's another reason why I think that maybe there may not have been so people, so many people to... As many people to come out to speak out against him, I think he's way more powerful than fucking R. Kelly, and probably had more powerful people and more intimidating people behind him. You know that maybe is another reason why people didn't speak look, out. He probably had a lot of people that he took care of that were probably like minorities, and he put some money in front of them and said, "Hey, look, you you clean this house or whatever the fuck, you do the well, garden okay. shit, and I'll take care of you." You know, don't worry about that shit. So, like, now th- this guy who's fucking pee-pee touching is taking care of y- you and your family and supporting them. It's kind of hard to put him on blast when you're getting taken care of, right? So one of the five accusers who actually spoke out against him was the son of a maid of Michael's who said that he did inappropriately touch him. And every time he did, he'd slip 100 bucks in his pocket. Fuck, man. See? But what happened was is when the second kid came out as an accuser, that kid spoke out, and he said, I'll, I'll speak out in court if, if kid number one speaks out in court. Kid number one ended up retracting his story, and, and at first that kid ended up getting a big chunk of money. That's one of the kids that his family ended up getting, like, $20 million. And so because that kid wouldn't cooperate anymore, they, it, it, charges were dropped, and then that second kid didn't speak up anymore. That kid who supposedly got that settlement, I was trying to find out what happened to him now. They said he pretty much has not wanted to be found for the last 25 years. And they think part of his agreement was like he got to move to New York and get a new identity. Because he just did not want to be bothered. Damn, it's straight up witness relocation. Yeah, what happened was is he was hanging out with Michael. He, Michael was bringing his mom, his stepsister over. He met Michael through his stepdad. And then the kid's real dad was a dentist. And supposedly one day at the dentist with his dad under anesthesia, he'd said what was happening with Michael. So the dentist dad took him to the shrink who found out what was happening. And then they went and sued him. Well, the mom said, no, nothing happened. And then the kid ended up turning around saying, no, nothing happened. And then they got the dad on tape saying how he was going to take Michael to court for money. And so that case blew up. And they ended up settling with the family for $20 million, But then that the real dad later on killed himself. Damn. Wade Robson's dad killed himself, too. Oh, shit. This guy killed off some fucking families, man. This is yeah, it's crazy. Fucking fascinating. You think they'll do more of these, um, more of this series? No. No? You Not think- unless more people speak up. But you think, like, say another person comes up and... Yeah, oh yeah, if anybody wants a story to tell, somebody will put a camera in front of his fucking face. Yeah. Jeez. And again, the sad part is, is it's a dead guy, so... Who's who's to dispute you? Yeah. I mean, to me, that's the saddest part, is... He's fucking dead. (laughs) I mean, he can't... He can't... He can't disagree. You know? Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting some static over here all of a sudden. Weird. 
Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's sad. The whole, like I said, at the end I was crying because the whole thing is just sad. Whether it was ha- true or not, it's just all fucking sad. Yeah. Hold on, right? I'm gonna pause you real quick. I. And we're back. Let's let's hear you. All right now. How about now? That's How about perfect. Now? Perfect. Can you hear me now? Yep. Can Can you hear me now? Up. Uh, yeah. It says leaving Neverland is not a character assassination of Michael Jackson. He gives you permission to like him, to like his music, even to love him, because Robson and Safe Chuck did, and so did their families. It does not demand you immediately sympathy. It doesn't not demand your immediate sympathy for Robson and Safe Chuck, nor does it demand in immediate condemnation of Jackson. I agree, because that's kind of where I came out of it. Like, I I I don't feel any immediate damnation towards him or the song. It's just kind of. It just leaves you feeling icky, that's for sure. Yeah, it definitely feels gross, man. Is that it only trusts that you will listen. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And if you're listening, you're getting an earful of some very detailed shit, man. He was one of the kindest, loving, gentle, most caring people I knew, Robson said. And he also sexually abused me. Yeah. So, would you recommend people watch this? If if you want to hear about it, it's funny because I asked husband before we watched it. I said, "You gonna want to watch this?" And he's like, "Yeah," because like you know when we watched the Mister Rogers thing, he's like, "This isn't gonna be bad, is it?" Uh, <laughs> I'm like, "No." He's not. And gonna, I was this one. I'm like, "This one's gonna be bad. You gonna want to watch it?" He watched the first half <laughs> Mr. with me, and he sat in the room for the second half. Mister Rogers didn't turn out to be a Nazi, right? Yeah, exactly. No, no, he was legit. He's legit. Yeah, if you want uplifting, watch that one. Also very similar in with Jackson and R. Kelly, though, is how they distance their victims from their families. And that was that was curious how, uh, like, as time went on and, and the uh, relationships escalated, he would move the family that would be staying in the same hotel, you know, uh, you know, first they'd be right next door, then they'd be three down and four down. Next thing you know, you're on a different floor or a different yep. hotel, and like, and his people are telling the family, "Oh, we couldn't get you a suite on that level, so we got you a nice, le- a nice room on this level." And, and and those people are just as fucking guilty, man, because they know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. If Michael's telling you, oh, yeah, put them over there, oh, gee, I wonder why. But then, yeah, the the mom has to go, okay, I don't care about the nice fucking street suite. I want the broom closet that's in his room. If, oh, yeah. I mean, the, the fact that you're even letting him stay in his well, room the, anyway. The fact that, you know, for centuries they've been able to pull a, a rollaway bed into a, a fucking room and you can <laughs> sleep on that shit. It's like, nah, it's cool. I'm going to sleep on this rollaway right here. Or, oh, the, you, you, you have such a nice big room. I'm going to sleep on this couch right here. Like. The fuck is none of that shit would have ended up fucking happening under my fucking watch. Yep. And that's the sad part is that these parents, specifically the mothers, fell victim to the luxury and the lifestyle and meeting celebrities and getting fancy rooms and shit. Yet he was so like anti-women to these kids and saying all kinds of weird shit like you you can't trust – Women and this that sort of shit. So uh-huh. you know, it's it's weird that like they got so enamored by him, even though he's telling the kids like, yeah, fucking women. Crazy. Well, all uh, the families would talk about how it's, and specifically the moms, how Michael would talk, call the kids all the time and sit there on the phone and talk to them for like six, seven hours at a time. But he would also do that with the mothers. Yeah, but nobody else in the family. 
but he would talk to the mothers and yeah. specifically build relationships with them. Both the mothers said, I felt like he was another child to me. One of the, the safe checks would talk about how, oh, we would go pick Michael up and he would come over to our house for dinner and stay the night. And, and Oprah's going, did you really think Michael Jackson needed a ride to your house? Yeah. And they're like, no, we didn't. We didn't think about it. We just got excited that we were going to pick up Michael Jackson in our in our car, you know, and bring him to our house. And yeah, he he he's a very smart manipulator in that you know when the he's you know in the in the back of the car hiding and shit, you know, so mm-hmm. they can come over to the house. It's like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like I said, I'm. I mean, there's a little bit of apprehension in, in finishing this shit. One of the mothers was talking about how at one point he got them a fax machine oh, so yeah. he could send them notes all the time from the road. And she goes, we would come home and the living room floor would just be covered in paper. Like it's basically like fucking old school text messages. That's creepy. Yeah. All right. Enough about him. Okay. Hey, Roseanne Barr is still being dumb. Oh, yeah. She was talking out against the Me Too movement. She was saying that um, basically all these women that, like, fell for R. Kelly and whatever, she goes, they just wanted something. They're basically hoes. You ain't nothing but a hoe. Yeah, they wanted something, but that still doesn't mean it was okay to do what he did to them. Right. Imprison <laughs> them. Fucking take advantage of them. Come on. And 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 you still complain that your show got taken away, but you still open up your mouth saying some stupid shit. Come on, yeah. Just just go back to whatever the fuck you were doing before people rediscovered your ass. They're like, well, at least she doesn't have a show to lose anymore. Thank God. Yeah, at this point, like <laughs> she ain't got nothing to lose because she's lost it all. So, yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay. Speaking of bye, we had some deaths this week. All right. Hold on. Oh, bunch of a man. Two in one day. Do we get two today with Luke, we, Luke Perry? Yeah, we got it, two today for sure. At least and, that's when the news hit about it. And Keith Flint from uh, The Prodigy. Yeah, man. Luke, Luke Perry was sad. Uh, 902.0 is doing a reboot, FYI. And apparently everybody, most of the original cast is all on board. Perry signed on to do some guest appearances because I didn't know he had a role on Riverdale. He played somebody's dad on Riverdale. Oh, like, crazy. get out of here. I didn't know that. Good on him. Yeah. Um, so they were all sad and posting messages and stuff. They're so sad. His, uh, like, his, uh, his son wrestles, man. Oh, that's cool. He's a pro wrestler. And he just got I'm, signed by this like like new like startup group and shit. And uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. So he suffered a stroke a few days ago and just didn't recover. Yeah, yeah it, this would have been a, this would have been a completely different show if we had recorded yesterday because yeah, of all this shit That's going true. on. Um, so but you watched that show and you were heavily watching that show, right? Nine oh two now. Yeah, that was my shit. That was at my school. I filmed that shit at my school. Oh, I got his autograph. Right, I forgot about I have his that. autograph. All my love, Luke Perry. What? I forgot that that thing was filmed at your high school. That was my shit. That was my jam. Yeah, that school they went to on that show, that was my high school, bitches. Torrance High. What, what? <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, and Catherine, we lost Catherine Hellman this week. You might remember her as Mona 
from Who's the Boss. Okay. I first met her as Jessica Tate on Soap. Yeah, me too. I love that goddamn show. And she was so fucking funny on that show. She played this airhead ditzy sister. She was so good. And then to go play the vixen of Mona on Who's the Boss? Range. She was later Patricia Heaton's mom on Everybody Loves Raymond. Raymond. I only watched the Thanksgiving episodes of that show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was funny, man. That's uh, it, it, occasionally, like probably like once a year, I'll I'll, fi- I'll find soap on something. And I'm oh, like, oh, I know, shit, right? I'm watch this, right? Ugh, so good, so good. Oh my god, fucking um, Billy Crystal. And, uh, Who else was? I can't remember those other guys' names. I can't remember the two dads' names other than their fake Chester Tate and. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy who thought he was invisible for a little while. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> Bert. Bert. He did get abducted by aliens, though. Uh-huh. And then, and then we had, um, was it Bob and the puppet? Oh, my God. The, yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. Oh, my God. That was such a good fucking show. Yeah. Here's a story about two sisters, Jessica Tate and Mary Campbell. These are the Tates, and these are the Campbells. And this is Soap. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen them all. I love that show. Uh, Music news. This is pretty cool. I'm glad she's fighting the fight. Chris Cornell's widow, Vicky, was speaking to Congress. About the opioid crisis in our country. And about how fucking doctors just like to prescribe shit on top of shit on top of shit. Not worrying about the goddamn side effects. And that's when people harm themselves. Yeah. How many, how many times do you hear of a, a pill on, on TV and they tell you one of the side effects is like suicide? Yep. I like mean, all of them? Seriously, like every time, every time I'm watching Hulu, one of them, so, so, you know, fucking... Chibata or Chibata. <laughs> yeah. So one of them fucking pills like comes on bread. and uh and it's always got like forty side effects and one of them's like, you know, death, death, bleeding internally, death. Yeah. Suicide. Yeah, suicide. Thoughts of suicide. Yeah. Um Vicky Cornell said that the part that hurts most is that Chris's death was not inevitable. There were no demons that took over. Chris had a brain disease and a doctor who unfortunately, like many, was not properly trained or educated on addiction. Uh, she also emphasized the need to address overprescribing addictive prescription meds and added we must integrate addiction treatment into our healthcare system. No more false narratives about the need to hit rock bottom. No more secret societies. No more shame. We must educate healthcare providers on how to treat addiction and best support recovery. Truth, Vicky, truth. Yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, they put shit behind that. Yep. A little bit of movie news. You sent me the Dark Phoenix trailer. Holy shit. Now, I'm assuming you've never seen any of these X-Men movies. No. So this is about Phoenix, right? So this was kind of a story that they kind of touched upon in the third original X-Men movie. 
with Jean Grey turning into the Dark Phoenix. Um, right. But since that, they've kind of rebooted it with um, X-Men First Class, and they did uh, Days of Future Past, and then they did Apocalypse. Now, First Class, definitely worth seeing. Days of Future Past, holy shit, please see that movie. Okay. Um, Apocalypse, you can skip that one. But <laughs> this one is it looks like fucked up like they it looks like they're killing off some people and shit like mm. yeah this looks like it's a it's definitely a more serious toned um x-men movie and this and who apparently, knows apparently this is the last one before disney takes over that, i was literally just gonna say that like i think this yeah. is this is gonna be it and who knows if they reboot the whole thing or they take on these characters i don't know but this is definitely um yeah i'm gonna i'm looking forward to seeing that one for sure excellent it looks like um, they're killing people off, folks. Get ready. Look at that preview. I'm not saying anything other than that. Right. We have some sports news. It's like, what the fuck? All right, hold on. WWE's Sunny uh, got her got her sixth DUI last week. Man, she is just uh, racking them up. I wonder if she gets like frequent jail points. Ooh, like 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 if with one maybe more, she gets a like, pillow on her seventh visit. Oh shit! Or maybe like a, a nice wool blanket. Yeah, you know, and it's it's too bad because as as hokey as as wrestling can be, like these motherfuckers will pay your bill if you decide you want to go to like uh, and clean your life up and shit. They will pay for that shit. So if if this, do you think if she wanted to clean her act, they'd still pay for it? One hundred percent. They, it's the one thing that they they've said like we don't care what kind of history we've had before like if you left on bad terms if you have a problem like this with a substance abuse like we will help you clean your shit up well that's awesome yeah sunny does a hand reach you gotta, out to you, you girl you gotta you gotta fix your your speaker thing again oh how, how about that nope how about, hold on how about that how about that nope how about that nope oh we'll see i'm twisting now no, maybe unplug it. What if I take it out and put it out again? Yeah. How about that? No. Did I fix it? No. What the fuck? What if I what if I pull it out a little bit? How about that? What if I just just a tip? How about that? Ooh. Oh. Um. No. Oh wait. Talk now. How about now? How about now? How about now? Now. How about now? Now. Is it good now? No. Jesus Christ. They have tried everything. I don't know what else I could possibly try at this point. <laughs> Does a brother you, are gotta you send fucking your, with me? Yeah, a brother got to send you some fucking headphones and shit. Yeah, I don't know how old these are. <laughs> um, who's talking about fucking breakdancing in the Olympics? Oh, there was that article. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Really? Because that sounds amazing to me. But that's If you have to do that, then you're going to have to open it up to all dance. Okay. All right. Fine. Well, I mean, l- look. My, world... po- my point is, if then make, fine, make a dance segment. And again, how are you going to judge it? It's like artistic. Look, if World of Dance wasn't back on and wasn't a thing, then I'd say, yeah, that makes sense. But World of Dance is basically the Olympics of dancing and shit. So my... my... But I mean, like, what other Olympics? Sport? I guess gymnastics, like the floor competition is yeah. artistic and judged. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm fine with it, but then you just have to open it up to all dancing, not just Olympic, like, not just break dancing. 
Oh, come on, man. Ballroom? How dope, how dope would those fucking uniforms be for the breakdancing fucking U.S. They Olympic team? They can have them. All fucking uh, but then also, what's the U.S. Up? like um, Lord of the Dance team look like? <laughs> Shit. I don't think we're going to rank very high in that category. Damn, though. no, I think we're going to do pretty shitty there. Well, actually, have... I think we'll be pretty shitty at breakdancing at this point because I think like France kicks our ass. Korea. Korea. Fucking, yep. Yeah. They, they kill it. Um, can we have a, um, like a majorette competition, like drill team, like majorettes drill teams, like, you know, get some of our, uh, huh? Ready. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Or, but no, get some of the good colleges to represent, like, you know, the Southern colleges. Well, shit. I mean, look what the NBA did. They just took all of the like all-star players and put them on a U.S. team. Why can't we just do like that? Oh, that's true. Put all of our dancers on a mega dance team. A mega dance team. Mega dance. Ooh, maybe they can do acapella in the uh, in the Olympics, and we can get like Anna Kendrick and shit to he- helm the team. And, uh, um, Bueller? what was that group? Hello? Hello, Bueller. What's that? What's that group that does things like that? Tech, Technotronics, something. Tech, 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 tech. Tectronic. They're all popular. Do that shit, and they got popular off YouTube, and now they actually tour. But I think they broke up. Somebody out there know the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, they're the, somebody knows the story adjacent. Back to our sports news. I sent you a story about, oh, the San Francisco Giants CEO is a douchebag who got filmed in a public park arguing with his wife, basically fighting for a cell phone from her hand and knocking her to the ground in doing so. Right. It was recorded on film, and now he's taking a leave from the Giants and admits his unacceptable behavior. At first, he was like, oh, my wife fell because she has a foot injury. Nah, homie, she's sitting on this bench, and you're straddling her trying to get this phone out of her hand and knocked her fucking over. Yeah. That's how she fell, you douche. Fucking idiot. Fucking giants. Fucking giants suck. <laughs> Fuck your mama. And your CEO. Yeah. She even, Kim's wife even came out going, we were having a public ar- or private argument in a public place. It was like, you know, meh, whatever. Your husband's a beater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beater. He's a beer. Um, that's all of our sports news. Okay. Hey, an eBay update. Ooh. I finally sold some of your shit. Finally. Are, are, am I rich? No, I accepted 30 bucks for that uh, sweatshirt. Deal. Shake my hand. And um, I think I told you last week I sold two of the American Apparel long sleeve shirts. I think for thirty bucks also. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, look, there's thirty bucks. Um, Your mic is doing it again. What the fuck? Uh, how about now? Maybe it's how about now? I, well, I think, how about now? I think we totally jinxed it by saying, "Hey, this has been a great show. You haven't cut out once." And your mic totally did. Oh wait. Oh, how about you're, now? You're good. All right, I guess I gotta hold it up. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. I'm also really fucking annoyed. I don't know if I, 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 it's not eBay I'm annoyed with. I think it's my post office because I had two returns this week and eBay sent me notifications going, oh, your package was, your return was delivered. So basically, a couple pairs of jeans people bought and they didn't like the way they fit. So they were, wanted to return it. Cool, no problem because I offer good customer service. Because if you send their shit back to me and I could still resell it, no problem. Okay. Right? So, but both packages, eBay said, oh, your packages are delivered, and they're not in my goddamn mailbox. So now I'm fucking pissed. 
Now I got to go down to the fucking post office tomorrow. Be like, what the fuck? That's twice within like two days that they said this, a package was delivered to me that's not in my goddamn mailbox. Uh, so did my mailman put it in the wrong fucking box and somebody jacked my shit or what? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get home, my shit right? back at this point. Yeah, I'm home, but my mailbox is like around the corner. It's one of those boxes. Oh. Uh, and like if there's a package, they usually put a key into a bigger box, you know? So it's like, at this point, I don't think I'm, think, I talked to my dad, I don't think I'm going to get my shit back. The most I could do is I'm going to have to go to the post office, fill out some goddamn forms, and at least try and get the money back of what my shit was worth that went fucking missing. Damn, dude. But yeah. And, like, the on the first pair of jeans, it's like, the guy was super nice and emailed me, he's like, hey, these don't fit, da 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 I'm like, that's cool, send them back. You know, I was like, great, thanks, you're awesome, you know. I'll give you a great review, whatever. And they sent it back and it said it was missing. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to keep this guy waiting. So I'm just going to go ahead and refund him and go find my fucking package, you know, because I want to provide good customer service because to be honest with you on eBay, I don't buy people unless they offer free returns because I don't want to get stuck with some shit. Yeah. And out of the six, seven, eight months I've been doing this, this is probably like my third return. Okay. So not, that's a good average. I think it's a good service to offer. And it doesn't cause that much kickback, I don't think, you know. But anyway, but now I'm pissed that it's two fucking packages now that the post office or that eBay they said was delivered that are not in my box. So now I have a problem with my goddamn postman. Fuck. Hopefully nobody's like jacking your shit once he delivers it. And the only way they could do that, because we all have a key to our box. So the only way they could do that is if he put it in the wrong box or put the key in the wrong mailbox for them to pick up. So it would have oh. been on fucking him. So and who knows if he's going to goddamn admit that, you know? Yeah. He's, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's a key to get in my mailbox. And I don't know. So, yeah, I'm pissed. You could just shank the dude and so just gotta go set deal a with precedence. That tomorrow. Shank that dude. Yeah. Set a precedence. Yeah. Anyway. Uh... Other than that, just been selling, you know, kind of basic shit left and right. Nothing. Haven't had any huge scores lately, but meh. Yeah. Went to the Goodwill the other day on Dollar Day and came back with about 30 pairs of jeans and a couple pairs of shoes and spent 35 bucks. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, did you get yeah. anything while you were up there? In a, or you probably didn't even have time, oh. huh? You know what? We actually did run to a thrift store really quick. And I know one thing that makes good money is jackets. And jackets is not something that there's a good supply of in Southern California. Usually the jacket section in the Goodwill is always very small. Yeah. Um, so I'm up there in Sacramento and I walk in. The first thing is this huge rack of jackets that are on sale. And I'm like, whoa. But I'm like, I there's no way I could fit jackets in my bag. Yeah. So I skipped that and I just browsed through the jeans really quick. I went through and my aunt came with me. And I'm like, fuck, she's like, I'm not going to want to sit here for an hour, you know. So I went through all the women's plus size jeans, found nothing. Went through all the men's jeans, found nothing. Went through all the men's short sleeve shirts and didn't find a thing. So I'm like, eh, eh, we're good. Yeah. So I didn't get nothing. Damn. Didn't didn't get nothing. You need to, What you need to do is you need to start like taking two pieces of luggage and one being empty, so then you yeah. feel it on the way back. Or at least collapsible inside. You know, so if I needed, yeah, to. like a like a like one of those like. Not a duffel bag, but that kind of material, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that, like that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm saying. Yeah. I would have to check it. Well, yeah. I don't know if I want to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't even but know anyway, what the charges are nowadays. I know. Who knows, huh? But anyway, yeah. It was kind of fun going somewhere else, but yeah, I didn't find out good. But, but I'm glad I at least went out. Yeah, we kind of didn't have as much time because of our delay, you know. Yeah. Got out there later. But Blur. whatevs. Blur. Anyway, that's about it. That's it? That's about it. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's literally, that's that's it. Let's wrap this shit up then. All right. Goody Squad, episode 56. Out this bitch. <laughs>